creativity seems to be on tap in the Tirito and Ellingsworth household. There's no TV in the lounge because, according to Kirsten Tirito, when the country switched to digital, they simply didn't upgrade. Kirsten is a singer, songwriter, and has won a swag of awards. Her husband, James Illingworth, is a jazz organist and a freelance musician. Both manage their careers, they manage their tours, they raise their kids, doing it all in their stride. And, as I found out, their creativity bubbles over to a bit of DIY. Um, I've got my mic set up in that little... That's my vocal booth over there. I was going to say, yeah. so like, I was going to say, there's a there's kind of like a double bed yeah. on a rack that you kind of get in an apartment that comes down. No, it's but not it's one just of those. in the corner. I was thinking, oh, that's a nice place for the guest bed. <laughs> no, no, that's a a 1950s um, room divider with some maybe two duvets and then some purple um, velvet oh, over the top. Right. And then at the back of that are two big um, soundproof pieces of foam. And then in that corner, I'll show you in a minute, but it's got um, my microphone set up in so there. So the magic literally does happen here. I thought right, it kind yeah. of it, it happens here to a certain extent, and then you've got to go into... No. It all happens here? No, yeah, we've, for this one we've done, and, and even with the Māori one, a lot of it we did here as well. We didn't record vocals here for, the, for um, our last album, wow. but we decided that um, it was. T- it's really nice to have your own mic at home that you can... Um, record on so whenever you get the urge or you're in the mood you know you can just turn it on and yeah and there you are it's there and then you can capture it in the moment rather than putting down a stink or you know a version of it on your computer you know through because sometimes I use my little computer mic for recording vocals but it's just good to when you're really in the moment and when you're creating that vibe you can capture it right at that time instead of having to go and recreate it again Oh yes, the pop filter. What's that made out of? So I made this out of my mother-in-law's tapestry, wooden tapestry hoop, (laughs) and a pair of her stockings. Actually, you can you can already sort of like just just with me moving from this end, which you know to here, you can really hear the difference, can't you? You can. It's quite a bit dead. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Okay, James. Funny the night of homegrown, we um. We could hear 660 singing all their songs, you know, yep. word perfect. So we thought, oh, how are we going to do the recording? So we brought down one of the mattresses from upstairs and chucked it in front of the window as well. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Blocked them right out. <laughs> this is Funky James. Oh, this is the one that we uh, wrote about six years ago, you know, and it was a bit of a chilled out love song and we thought we had to bring it in today you know we had to we had to do something funky with it because we thought the lyrics were a little bit more funky than what we were doing you know and this is what we came out with Ooh, it's so different to your to the old one eh? i mean your vocals i'm not just the language yeah well because i'm not um i'm not fluent in te maori and i wasn't brought up Speaking Māori, it was a real big learning curve for me. And that's part of the reason why I really wanted to do it too, is like to challenge myself. But it's it's really different singing in the language that you're really familiar with and one that you're not so familiar with. And so um, we're in your um, in your living room at the moment. So if you just can describe like this the space and how your creativity, the creative process. So does that happen here in your whare? We put our studio kind of area close to the the sliding doors so that we've got a bit of a view outside because, yeah. you know, we've been sitting here at this desk for about 
Oh, right, right over summer, really, and haven't really seen much of the outside. So apart from what we can see through our window. So it's a slash cave. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's a cave. <laughs> Talking about vampires, eh, you know. Like, I mean, is that what hap- Like, what does happen? What? How do you, um, yourself and your, of course, your musician husband, James, um, create your work and create your, I mean, we'll talk about the EP next, but how does that process happen? Um. When we're working on my stuff specifically, I usually write, um, I'll, I'll work on my computer, I might put a whole heap of loops and stuff together, then I'll maybe play some piano or you know some roads or something over the top, or maybe find a sample, sample that, and then start putting some vocals down. Um, and you can do that here. Yeah, yeah, I just do that here, I'm just on that little laptop down there, so um, I'll do it that way and then sort of start to craft the song from there. Um, I'll usually listen to the feel of the beat and stuff and try and work out what kind of song it feels like, if it's going to be, you know, a happy one or a sad one or a, you know, broken bottom one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I do it the other way around. Um, I might sit down at the piano and just start off with a few chords or or a few words and then then write it that way and then come to the computer and pop down the beats and... Yeah, so I, I usually start off and do that bit first and then I'll hand it over to James. He'll listen to my idea, and um, obviously he's a much better musician than I am, so he can go and you know fiddle around with the beats um, better than I can, and, mm. and put down the proper keys parts and stuff. Does yeah. he get you like so? If you hand him a piece of something that you've been working on, because it, it it's part of you know Kirsten Tirito, and not your husband, does yeah. he know how to translate that? Uh, not all the time. I definitely sit over him and tut, 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 tut. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> Bossy boots. Uh, but he doesn't mind, and and then it takes a little bit of time, but we usually, you know, with a few tweaks, then we get it feeling right for both of us. Mm. So, Kirsten, our Common Ground, tell me about the songs that you wrote. The first one is called You Are, and it's a song that James and I both wrote together back in, oh, maybe five or six years ago. So we're oh, sort of old. pulling some old stuff out. So that song is called You Are, and we've completely, we've still got the same lyrics, but we've completely remixed it made a new version of it so we're really happy with that Um, another one's called Alley Cat and that's a completely new one we kind of wrote that one together actually James put down a beat and some samples and stuff and then I had an idea of um, of a scenario in my mind that I was thinking of and that I wanted to write about so I put down some some words and then we made it fit into the music and that one worked out pretty well. It's different. It's quite hip hoppy. Yep. Another one is called The Love. And that's a song about that I wrote in the maybe early last year. And there was a lot of stuff. I had television at this time. <laughs> and I was watching it. <laughs> I was watching the news. And it was around the time that I think the Labour Party were doing a, um, did a big push on child poverty and stuff in New Zealand. And, um, I watched a documentary that had been made and was aired on television. Ooh. I can't remember what it was called, but it was really highlighting, you know, all the struggles and stuff that low-income families were going through at the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's a song called The Love, and it's really just about supporting our kids and nice. that kind of st- stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then number four track is called The East, and that's actually one of James's songs that he wrote. How long ago did you write that, James? Maybe twelve years ago, something like that. Gee, that's yeah, yeah. That's no wonder you still had the lyrics hanging there. Like, well, yeah, yeah, we've cool. got books 
books and books of work, you know, that, um, and it's nice being able to look back at stuff because at the time maybe we thought, oh, that's just a poem. Mm. You know, and it's nice to be able to go back and look at that old stuff that we wrote and think, oh, actually, that was really good. That You know, it's in a good space, and I can relate that to today, you know. So that's what we're doing with that song um, called The East. Whoa. I think the lyrics, well, James, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, it was really about the Middle East and oil um, exploration and production and stuff and what was going on there at the time. Yeah, so when you hear the lyrics, you know, hopefully people will be able to relate to that. Kia ora. Kirsten Tirito and her husband, James Illingworth. The couple wrapped up their promotional tour last night in Wellington.